John, how many computers and mics are you at these days? Two. <laughs> Back to two. Back, Back to, to the two. old setup. Tried and true. <laughs> what is dead may never die. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it keeps working. Oh, boy. Uh, you're asking for it. You're asking for it. <laughs> I, I did hear you had some uh, technical difficulties. John Moltz, uh, yeah. John technical difficulties, Moltz. Well, it's because I poured water into my USB port. <laughs> First of all, pro tip: Why did you do that? It was not on purpose. Yes, when you say I poured water into my USB port, what I picture look, is you with a laptop on its side, carefully look, like squinting, look, lining it up, <laughs> like with a funnel or yeah. something, some kind of precise. I was rushing to the podcast because mm. I was late because I had forgotten that we were recording early and I sloshed my water and it apparently went to the USB-C port and I did not notice until I started trying to record. And you're like, this is wet. <laughs> this is not working <laughs> with hilarious results. I mean, uh, I have a glass of water here if we need to simulate. <laughs> spice, you want to try it. things I, up I again? Yeah, I would not. I would not recommend trying to recreate my... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Catastrophe. It's I'm now I'm picturing James doing it with one of those things at the bottom where it like flashes like dramatic reenactment. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about some technology? I mean that I is guess. technology. It's kinda dumb, but we can try it. Just this once. Who's getting a robot? Who's getting a robot? So Astro is like a cool robot in a PlayStation game, and Amazon have just ruined it. That's it. That's the end. It's like they picked a bad name. I mean, it's also a pretty cool dog uh, back on the Jetsons. I mean, I, to me, it was like, you know, in Star Wars, you get the sort of evil black versions of all the hero right, robots. Sure. It's kind mm-hmm. of that. It's like evil Wally. It is a little evil Wally-ish. <laughs> I don't like that idea. <laughs> I mean, I think like the Gino most Wally. the most dystopian thing is like the periscope that comes yes. out the top of it to allow it to hilarious. look over things. It's like I can just imagine lying in bed and just seeing that periscope sort of <laughs> raising up at the foot of the bed. No, Amazon, you cannot have like a little mobile sentient spy yeah. device in I, my I house. do like that they pointed out. For a thousand dollars. Oh, yeah, yes. for a thousand dollars if you get the invite. If you don't and you yeah. wait for it to show up, it's like 1500 <sighs> Somehow I don't think we're getting the invite after this. Uh, I, they say I it yeah. can't go up or down stairs, but now I'm picturing you like you're at the top of the stairs and it comes and starts like nudging you. <laughs> <laughs> what, pushing you down the stairs? Yeah, pushing oh, yeah. You down 100% the stairs, pushing right? you down mm-hmm. the stairs. That's right. Yeah, no, it, it'll definitely do that. I don't know. We know a guy. We might be able to get one. <laughs> <laughs> they said it about Daleks, and they eventually learned how to go upstairs. This is true. So yeah. Just, also, never take your design fly. cues from Daleks. That's just I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, like they'd put a lot of money into drones. I don't know why this thing doesn't fly. But well, they, they had the flying too. camera yeah, as well. That, that was one of the other things they yeah. had. That one was I'm, unpopular, <laughs> and they're still making right. it. But it's uh, yeah. I, I don't know. It's weird. I mean, does anyone feel the need for like? A security camera that is mobile in their house. So here's the thing, and I've said this before, but I think that the issue is like all these things feel sold predicated on the basis of like, be afraid, you need more security. And I think that's right. distasteful to me. I mean, I understand yeah. people have had security systems for a long time, and I understand there are places where they are useful, but it's it's kind of like, you know, militarizing the police, right? Where it's like, everybody, you need more technology and more stuff in your house because crime is everywhere and you need to have the most advanced technology to deal with it. And it's like, 
first of all, most of our houses don't get broken into every day, <laughs> whether we have security <laughs> systems or not. Second of all, I am not sure how much of these things are deterrents. Like, is a cute robot yeah. a deterrent? Unless it's got a fucking taser in it, I'm not really scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there have been studies that show that if you have a security system, you're more likely to get broken into. Or at least to know. Because... Notice. Because, I mean, mostly, you know, not that a security system causes break-ins, obviously, but it's just the fact that people who tend to have security systems have things that are worth stealing. Mm, mm. Good point. Like robots. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, oh, no, if so there are a thousand... Astro. <laughs> if there are one and a half thousand each, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, that's good. You can hawk that on the black market. Oh, God, this is like a Toy Story movie waiting to happen. Like, Astro gets <laughs> stolen. It's very sad. Has to find its way back to its owners. Oh, man. Meanwhile, tasing people on the way. <laughs> well, this is the I, other thing. It's like, I, I, there, I, I feel like there are things about having a robot in the home that would appeal to me, but this doesn't do most of them, right? Like, it can bring you stuff, like, in a certain room, but it's got, like, a very small little compartment on it. But it's not like it's got arms and you can, like, go to the fridge and get me... No, it, it requires uh, somebody else... To like put something to in put a thing yeah. on it and send it to you let which... me tell you i live with exactly one other person and there is no way in fucking hell she's doing that yeah, yeah i mean i think she would be more likely to actually bring you a drink than to uh let you buy a one and a half thousand dollar robot this is true and... yeah uh basically i i can imagine a lot of yelling like come and get your own fucking drink yeah right <laughs> get yeah. off your ass yeah exactly so i i don't i yeah i guess it's as it's cute ish and it has like a you know a cachet of being something new and different but i don't think it's really a practical device I mean, it can't clean the floor or anything yeah useful yeah. right yeah i got one of those yeah yeah and, I, yeah and then the two of them are gonna fight i don't need that yeah i mean or team up against you those are the <laughs> options and neither of those are good i don't know i think that i think the uh i think the roomba likes me <laughs> There doesn't seem to be any space for a cat to sit on top of this thing either. Oh, so. yeah. Instant fail. Yeah. Instant fail. <laughs> I think yeah. cats will find a way. <laughs> like, yeah, like, the cats like will life. push it down the stairs. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> cats, like life, find a way. Yeah, I don't know. I, I A lot of the stuff that was announced today with Amazon was, like, security-related. There were a bunch of ring improvement or, like, new ring devices and stuff. And I have zero, we'll, we'll need to wait for Lex to come back to discuss some of those because like, <laughs> he's the only one of us who's probably bought into that ecosystem at all, or has that ecosystem bought into him? Mm. Um, well, no, it literally has bought, it into, literally him. Has <laughs> yeah. bought into him. This is the only time we can talk about all these things. That's true. I think, yeah, I think that's true. I've probably told the story before, but somebody in our close got a ring and I literally wrote them close being the the stairwell in our in our building shared stairwell and i wrote them a letter and i said could you please not uh and they took it away which was very nice yeah. because i That's just good. don't want these things like recording me every time i pass by and yeah some... that seems particularly bad i mean i don't like it when i walk you know i'm out walking the dog at night and i walk by people's houses and they have them and i'm like oh great i'm being and it's possibly going to a police station and i'm not wearing my pants suspicious <laughs> man seen on camera <laughs> just flip the bird it's like the uk gets a bad rap because we have cctv everywhere but at least it's kind of government controlled in a way whereas this is just <laughs> let, let's stick it up on everybody's house sorry yeah. at least it's government controlled yeah, is that, not that a phrase that makes me feel that, better it's not it's not something that saying. would sell it i know what you're saying here. but it does no, sound no, a little okay weird. look i i am not going to stick up for let's say the uk government i will partially stick up for the scottish government uh 
the U.S. government, well, you know, you're on your own there. Oh, you, but, take, you take them or leave them every four we, years, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I just don't like the kind of sort of commercial surveillance system that seems to be cropping yeah. up everywhere. Yeah. I will say of the things that got released today, I'm sort of looking through some of the announcements. Uh, Amazon has released a, um, a smart thermostat to compete with Nest, which I think is probably a smart move. It's also pretty cheap. It's like 60 bucks. And it does not seem to have any like cameras or microphones on it, which is, you know, unusual. Uh, so that's that's good. Uh, there's a 15-inch Echo Show that's basically like a thing you hang on your wall, which is a little wild. Uh, I can see the potential appeal to like, I remember when um, for a while the Macworld offices had a iPad like connected to an HD TV running, um, what was Panix? status board was that yeah, yeah, thing right. yeah and yep. it had so it was like running that on like a uh, ipad hooked up to a tv and it was cool because like you could walk past and you would see all the like uh traffic you know web traffic information for the mac world site like oh what stories are doing well and stuff like that so that was kind of fun i like the idea of having like that you know like a a display or something that can potentially you know show you notes yeah. and calendaring and stuff i don't particularly care for the fact that it has a, a camera and a microphone on it i don't feel like i need that but i wouldn't like a smart display thing is not wholly a bad idea yeah i never tried that i i've seen other you know i had seen lots of people using it but um it looked really cool but alas yes i, no I just don't know what kind of information that i need that badly to display right it's not on I think my, that was my that was my, my hundred point. other devices right uh, latest dice uh, rolls <laughs> i mean <laughs> is james keeping track of all the dice rolls i assume i assume so yes for the entire universe yeah uh, it's a privacy <laughs> I mean, night building a new probabilistic <laughs> model so you know so if you, so if you buy dice james james knows what you're rolling yeah i i don't i wish to point out for the to the lawyers i do not know. have you have you heard of psychohistory uh he's predicting a model of yeah i need to like use all the computing power in the world so that's why i'm selling all these like calculators and, and things very clever yeah no society is gonna fall uh but i don't think we can shorten it to a thousand years or whatever i think yeah, I think it's yeah that's, just that, the that's the that's the real lie of the show right <laughs> people who don't know we're talking about foundation the uh the real lie is not that you can you can create a model that will predict the future <laughs> the, the real lie is that there's anything that you can do to soften the blow of the collapse of society i don't want to give any spoilers because i have read the books but let's just say you're closer than you think <laughs> <laughs> i mean i i've watched the first episode of that and it looks pretty and and stuff i don't know i it, it seemed a bit too like slow that i think it will catch on in a big way i don't know i think it's it's got a fun epic scale to it that's one of the things i like about the most right like it's yeah. it's sprawling and i love that aspect of sort of the space opera and it feels uh, and I don't mean this in like a, you know, there are many ways you could take this, but it does have a Game of Thrones feel in the sense of you have a very big cast and huge distances and all this stuff happening and like a, this deep world behind it. But, you know, focusing less on the uh, the sex and violence probably than Game of Thrones does. So yeah. uh, I, I and I, it looks it looks absolutely gorgeous. It is a beautiful show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've only seen the first one. So, I'm, you know, keep going. And I definitely want to watch more, but yeah. it, it just didn't, it didn't say to me, this is going to be a Game of Thrones sized success for Apple. But. Yeah, it may or may not be. I, I watched the first two. I mean, my wife yeah. and I watched the first one and liked it enough that she was like, let's walk this, watch the second one right now. And we did. So I feel like that's a, that's a pretty good, 
but it, it's always interesting to see with shows they roll out, especially with Apple doing the one, one a week rollout, because there will be an audience that binges later, right? And they're yeah. counting on that. They're counting on have both capturing the once, you know, people watching it every week as it spools out, as well as people watching it, you know, when the whole season is available later. And I think that's, you know, that's a good strategy because you get two bites of the apple that way, no pun intended. I'm just waiting to see, you know, whether Apple is going to start rolling out, you know, the dystopian sci-fi show about uh, a football coach or something like that. Just, you know, <laughs> just try and expand that Ted Lasso universe out sure. further. <laughs> the, the greater Ted Lasso cinematic universe. Yeah. Oh, the TLCU. There's, there's a lot happening there. <laughs> I mean, like, he gets downloaded into a robot at the end of the sh- season and uh, <laughs> thousand years from now, whatever. Yeah. Well, a robot with a mustache because i'm here yeah. for that <laughs> yeah it's a it, it's like it's the one part of him that's still alive is the mustache <laughs> i was re i was re-watching a little bit of agents of shield earlier um and uh as is your one i uh i i think i i would watch a show that has a uh life model decoy of ted lasso <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> so there's a lot to love there is what i'm saying <laughs> Okay, so yeah, no, I'm not buying that. Just you know, just fair enough. <laughs> I'm I'm rating that an Alex. You know where <laughs> you know where else there's a, a lot to love. I, I'm waiting for this pivot. No, I don't have it. Uh, okay. <laughs> I got nothing. USB C the the USB C mandate from the USB C <laughs> mandate from the EC. So all right, here's the thing about this. I I thought this was interesting. Gruber wrote a post about this, and he referenced, as I think everyone does when they think about switching connectors, the whole debacle of switching from the 30-pin to the lightning port, right? And like, Mm -hmm. I actually would posit, and I don't know if you guys feel the same way about this, but I think the third-party ecosystem for lightning accessories is actually smaller than the 30-pin, at least in terms of what most people have. Back in the 30-pin days, like yeah. there were all these speakers with docks on them and stuff like right. that. And it's like it's not that those don't exist with Lightning, but I feel like so much stuff has moved towards wireless. Yeah, that, I think at this point, right, you, I would never go out and buy a stand that was a Lightning connector for my phone to put, you know, anywhere, really. Um, I would buy something that was MagSafe, probably, or barring that, just a Qi charger. Yeah, I don't think I have, I'm just thinking about it, and I don't think I have any third-party lightning devices at all. I, 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 I don't, I don't I, think we I have do. a lot of cables lying around. Sure, but, right. Yeah, I mean, I've but got we don't, cables. I don't have but, a single, yeah, I don't have a single, like, but know, yeah, dock and, or and, like that. And I feel like even though there is an investment to replacing cables, I think people scream less about that than when it was like a $200 speaker mm-hmm. that you popped your iPod into. Yeah. And also you have to keep in mind. I mean, remember the all those hotels. Yeah. Remember yes, all those hotels right, that yeah. invested in I the 30, still see some. I still see some. <laughs> I, I think the the one thing that I can think of is the schools. You get the arguments that they've got sure. all these like setups for iPads and they have these racks where they can stick in hundred iPads to charge them overnight or whatever. And that's right, where it's, it's a problem. It's, it's not as though the lightning port will never go away. It's not like that's the only port they're going to have for the rest of the device's existence. In my, I assume. I mean, but you know, even if it comes to that, I'm sure there's like a tiny adapter that you could stick on to charge got 30 dongles in that rack for your school oh, thing. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know if this is heresy, but I don't actually think that mandating a standard is a particularly bad thing. I mean, I, I realize I'm no longer the EU correspondent. Um, 
not being part of the EU. But, you know, it's like USB-C, it's like, what is USB-C anyway? Because it's like, it's a connector shape and it's going to have, you know, various forms of Thunderbolt on it uh, in the near future. And are they mandating just the shape of the connector for charging? In which case, I don't see it's a problem because, you know, all the Thunderbolt stuff is going to get faster and faster until such point that maybe they need to change the connector 10 years down the line. But if that, I mean, the USB-A connector is 20 and change years old now. I mean, it predates the original iMac. And... You know, even yeah. if it wasn't super popular, it, yeah, it it's existed. Like 20, it's got to be 25 years yeah, old. Yeah, right? at least. And so it's not like, and we still see plenty of things that use that, right? Like, it's not as though that has gone anywhere. I feel like, you know, if anything, the the micro and mini connectors were the, were the like, digression and the mm-hmm. USB-C is the next logical evolution. And there's already right. plenty of problems with USB-C, but I kind of agree with James that I... My investment into Lightning is not so large that I feel like if Apple switched to USB-C, I would be yeah. bummed about it. Also, like no, my MacBook Pro and my iPad Pro are now USB-C, and my iPhone yeah. Pro isn't. And I've got all these USB-C chargers around, and I've now got all these Lightning, or like old school things with Lightning cables plugged into them. And if I could just unify that into one thing at this point, I'd be quite happy to. Yeah. Same with the accessories. Like I've got, you know, the Magic Trackpad and the Magic Keyboard here. You know, and it's like, I would be fine I if just, those switch. I, I, I don't it, know. It's I, also find you... this, I find this like, I mean, I am not like a person who complains about the nanny state because, frankly, <laughs> I think we need a lot more of it for so many different things. But this particular thing, I'm just just like, I don't like, is this worth the trouble? Like, it, I don't it doesn't seem like such a huge problem that. John, you got to tackle problems you can solve, right? If we can't fix climate change, at least you can change the connector. I suppose, but, you know, I mean, I would much rather that they take on Apple for the App Store stuff. Well, they can do both. Well, yeah, I don't think one precludes the other. And I think also, I think it makes sense. And Apple's not going to do it unless, with many things, Apple is not going to do it unless they get forced to. Or Or unless they can make more money. Yeah. Yeah. Or they say... Well, we're just going to take all the ports away. Well, they 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 also they might do it. I think they would do it if they thought it was better. Well, they are doing it. I mean, that's the yeah, thing. That's they the thing. they it do it on, on some things, which is what's they weird. They do it faster if they thought it was <laughs> sure, demonstrably yeah. better. No, I, I I don't think I don't really think they care that much. I mean, I don't like because we just you know we just we just argued that we're not running out and buying third party lightning things. So I don't think they're really making that much money off of the. No, I don't licensing. think it's I don't think it's the money for licensing so much as that it's just the there is a value for them inherent in not changing things and not pissing people off, right? Like that yeah. that has a cost to it. I, and, I mean it's actually good for them if the EU forces them to do it and they go, Oh, well, it was completely out of our hands. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can you, be mad at the Europeans. Right, but exactly. Not us. You can you can make a decision that it potentially has a financial downside if you can point to somebody else forcing you to make that decision, right? Like even if you secretly want to make a decision that's similar, but you're like, Well, we can't do it because it would hurt the bottom line, <laughs> you know, there is an argument to that. But I don't know. I uh, there's a lot of balls in the air in this one, and I, I don't know that I have a uh, you know, a horse in that race because by the time the EU gets around <laughs> to doing another, it, you have another metaphor. 
You want to jam into that sentence? A dog in the race? A horse in the fight? I don't have a horse in that fight. I'm going with that don't one. Don't fight horses, people. <laughs> it's good I, I money mean, in. Ball, balls in the air, horses in the race. For a start, also, this is a proposal. This isn't a law change. Right. And then even if it gets to being a law change, It'll which has years. to be, I think, voted on by European Parliament or whatever. By, by all which the individual time the will no longer be in Europe. Yes, well, exactly. I, I think like all the member states then have to like agree to it and... And then and all just, the uh, there will be a certain amount of time that they have to make the switch because he can't do it overnight, right? Like so, right, right. by that by point, Apple will be entirely wireless. By that point, we'll be like sticking USB C things into a socket on the back of our necks. Well, they better be standardized then. <laughs> just don't yeah. do it after you get out of the shower. <laughs> I mean, I guess like the Matrix people, they standardized all the connectors for for folk, so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sure, right. That's yeah, I feel like that's the, the argument the that like that like the like Mussolini made the trains run on time. You know, <laughs> at least <laughs> you the know, Matrix standardized the connectors. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, if you asked me if I wanted to live in the Matrix of the real world, I'm gonna pick the Matrix. Oh, there's cool. You can do cool <laughs> shit in the Matrix. It's the thing, right? At least it's got that going for it. Oh, they, I, yeah. I, I don't yeah. even want to need to if know kung fu you. or anything like that. You just like somewhere nice that isn't uh, completely falling apart. That'd be good. Uh, that's too unrealistic that was the problem yeah, really. yeah. <laughs> well, well let's see what happens in matrix 4 <laughs> should we answer some questions we got some questions sure uh all right lex lex sent us the questions and remembered to do letters. it which is good for him we got letters we got letters do you mean lex sent in the questions that's right lex they're all yeah, the as questions. far as we know he could have just filled these out we don't even know for sure tj uh who's clearly a made-up <laughs> name uh, asks, has anyone heard when the new season of Taskmaster begins? John, why don't you take this Nobody, one? no, no, I'm not familiar with this yeah, show. Yeah, it's already started. It's already started. It started on Thursday. I think he I'm behind that. a season. He knew that. I know. I think uh, I'm behind a season. I haven't seen, what, this is 11, right, James? I'm definitely yeah, behind this is 11, season. and it's got people like uh, Alan Davies and Victoria Corrin Mitchell on it. So far, there hasn't been a sort of... I would say a standout person like I felt last season, but I'm only one in. Right. Have you also seen that David Mitchell is doing a Taskmaster ripoff on Dave? Oh, I have not. So David Mitchell being a husband of Victoria Corrin Mitchell, who's on this season, is a thing called, I think it's like Outsiders or something, where a bunch of comedians, the first five of which are all Taskmaster com- contestants, <laughs> um, go and do tasks in the woods. I haven't watched it yet. but um, Wow, that's where we're at, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, Channel 4 stole slash bought Taskmaster, so I guess Dave needs to come up with another show. That's true. Actually, I did think I finished season 10. All right, I'll have to, I'll have to get back to series 11. Yeah, series 11, that's the one. All right, next question is Not from... Not going in the notes. I know, fine. Yeah. John Downing sends in, I currently use an iPhone 8 as my only smart device. I'm tempted to get the new iPhone 13, but I'm not sure if the monthly cost is worth it. I'm not a camera guy, and I only have words with friends and letterpress on my phone for games and overcast for podcasts. No other third-party apps. Should I buy an iPhone 13 and try out all the camera stuff and explore more on what an iPhone can do? Would this phone be a good time to jump in to learn new iPhone tricks and other apps using iPhone 15? I don't know. I think an iPhone 8 is a pretty reasonable device i mean there's not if, yeah. you, if that's what you do i would it. say right i would say if it does if it's still working for you don't don't upgrade i mean it, it depends like if you've got the money just lying around and you want to play <laughs> with the camera stuff um i mean i i've since i got the, just stacks of money lying around <laughs> well you know i don't know what the circumstances are and i think it does make a difference um uh, I got the 13 Pro and I've been running around using the macro stuff on the camera, basically taking 
pictures of anything, including my own skin, and then sort wow. of magnifying Freak it and going, wow, that's what skin looks like. Um, it's like a little nativity set in there. Well, it's, it's, it's weird. And then I started taking pictures, macro pictures of things, and then thinking, do I actually want to know what this looks like? No, the answer is no. Big, like... Yeah, really. Bugs, basically. D- don't look at bugs. It's like when the TVs all switch to HD and you can see everybody's pores. And you're like, mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. we're going to we're gonna need to do something about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think if you literally don't care about uh, third-party apps and things, you know, for a start, I'm disappointed. But um, <laughs> Yeah, you need to go out and get some P-Calc or some Dice by P-Calc, clearly. <laughs> I, I don't know that there's that much in it. Beyond the cameras and probably battery life. I will say, uh, so you're coming from an eight. I will point you towards um, uh, Jason Snell, my colleague at Six Colors, wrote a piece describing, if you're upgrading to an iPhone 13 from a previous model, here's all the things that you get, like all the interim bonuses, like if you're upgrading from a seven or an eight or a 10 or a 10R or 10S, et cetera. So we will put a link to that in the show notes. I suppose. Uh, and you can actually then get a better uh, a better look at all the other things. Because I think many of us who upgrade more frequently forget some of the other benefits that came along yeah. the way. For example, like, yeah. you know, the, the 10, uh, you know, 10 and on have the much better screens than, than an 8. So you get that benefit as well. Your cameras are considerably better than an 8. You get face ID. You know, there's a, there is a lot of other stuff in there. It's not just like the cameras, you know, that's, we're talking, what, like, for three or four years at least so. yeah i mean like the, the the processors are significantly faster and things like that i i benchmarked my my new iphone against my imac pro and certainly for single core stuff it was like one and a half times faster than my imac pro which did cost me something like six thousand dollars <laughs> so i am i would like to be able to run mac os on my phone apparently someday not gonna happen no it's not this in from chris chris says how much do i have to pay to hear the real bonus episodes i only have access to movie and tv show talks less of a question more of a slam yeah jeez, chris i don't i don't know what you think you're getting here and by the way if you have to ask you can't afford it so yeah uh, i would yeah. say there's probably a lot you could pay as much as you want keep going if you feel like you haven't found them yet pay more and <laughs> Just keep, you yeah. might but, find them it's a hidden tier um where you basically, you can just bug our evil Wally robots uh, all day and just listen to us. Yeah, James mm-hmm. is on all the bonus episodes if you pay enough. <laughs> yes. And if you pay even more, uh, I'm not on any of them. <laughs> Jamie asks, hi guys, after waiting through all the September event announcements online, I think that Lex's hot take on Tim Cook was worth a year's Rebound Prime subscription alone. So my question is to all of you, what's the best Apple hot take of your career so far? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I know what mine is. Oh, go, go, John. I, I, well, I wrote, you know, because I'm <laughs> not, I'm not a serious person. Uh, I think they asked this, like Macworld asked a whole bunch of people to predict what was going to be announced at the 2007 uh Macworld event mm. and um i said i said apple will announce uh, you know an, a phone and it will have one button which i thought was a joke <laughs> and lo and behold <laughs> it basically did have one button so. that's pretty good james do you have a good uh, apple hot take um i don't really have hot takes i find bugs and things when they come out um i <laughs> i i, I I had the the misfortune to be... Your Apple hot take was getting that domain name. Well, there there was that. But no, like last week when the the phones turned up, 
uh, it turned out that third-party apps weren't running at 120 hertz on the primary oh, yeah, yeah, display. Right, yeah. And uh, that spiraled to the point where The, the Verge was uh, uh, DMing me, asking me for comments. And I was like, oh, no, I have become the story. Uh, and they, they then they, they released the and what, official... And what does this say here about you collecting everyone's dice rolls? <laughs> well, they, they, they did release documentation for how to enable the 120 hertz stuff at something like 11 o'clock in the yeah, evening, uh, Cupertino time. And it's like, I don't think that happens normally. It should have come out like the previous week. Anyway, it was one of those things where I started to get emails from let's say senior apple people and it was like oh no so that's my hot take is <laughs> i i find problems and get uh, apple executives annoyed at me so <laughs> i as a as a uh, a writer uh let me be clear i i never remember the things i get right i only remember the things i get oh, horribly yeah. wrong so i will give you my best hot take which is enshrined in wikipedia where they talk about uh, I think it's on Johnny Ive's page where it suggests <laughs> with my name next to it and everything that Johnny Ive could have succeeded, could succeed or could have succeeded Steve Jobs as CEO of Apple, which we all know <laughs> exactly what happened. So <laughs> that is enshrined forever on the Internet. And I will it will be the only thing I remember. I could have gotten a lot of shit right. I will not remember it. Isn't the key that you just like publish lots of stuff and then delete all the stuff that you got wrong? That would yeah. be smart, but I, sure. I like every other writer and journalist. I'm basically a masochist, so we don't do that. We just fixate on all the things <laughs> that we did terribly. It's called integrity. Look it up. Yeah, that's right. Uh, e man says with the Apple Watch Series Seven, speculated to have the same processor as the Series Six and the iPhone 13 A15 SoC, comparable to the A14 SoC in performance, is Apple doomed? <laughs> yes, E man, Apple is doomed. Next question. I mean, like, yeah. if you look at the sort of heat death of the universe, yes, we're all doomed. Yeah, I did, I, Apple is not doomed. Um, Apple. You know, they they may sort of fade out over a period of decades, but I mean, I think I think Eman's being facetious here about that. Yes, but I think yes. the the question about the chips is an interesting one. I kind of wonder how much of it is. There's a lot of possibilities of what's going on there, right? Like there have been people speculating that a lot of the processor people have jumped ship to other places. There's also the fact that these chips have gotten more and more mature, right? I mean, we're talking the A14, A15, you know, this is after 15 years in designing processors. It's not that many, I know. They start with about the four. After a decade of designing processors, uh, smartphones have matured a bit. Uh, some of, I wonder about the impacts of the supply chain stuff. Like, did mm -hmm. they perhaps think last year, like, oh, crap, we can't. You know, we might just be better off using a tuned version of last year's chip for the Apple Watch or something uh, in order to get it out the door as opposed to spinning up a whole new process. Because the Apple Watch has had de delays, right? So maybe that was something that they were trying to use to make an end run around that. Uh, I don't know. I think there's probably a lot of room left in the watch given how capable the SOCs there are. But it also, another part of it is that processor design has been like if not getting faster, broadening in terms of stuff, right? Like they add more uh, additional things to the SOC that help process specific types of information, whether it's like video encoders or whatever, that are tuned for specific tasks rather than just like horsepower. But but also, you know, if, if the chips are getting, you know, 10, 15% faster or whatever each year, gradually, gradually, you know, it's like the thing with, with my iMac Pro. It's like, 
you don't notice necessarily. It's it's the boiling the frog thing. We suddenly wake up and discover we all literally have supercomputers in our pockets. Yeah. Stop complaining. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he wasn't complaining. Well, no. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, Billy says, if a streaming service released a show weekly but offered for a minimal fee the option to get access to the whole season at once, <laughs> would you do it? Conversely, <laughs> if the service dropped the show out once but offered a setting Damn. that limited you to only one episode a week, would you do that? So one, I, no. Two, no. Because with one, it's yeah. like, I don't want to watch the whole season at once and I don't want to pay for that. I will watch them. I would not pay for that. Two. The problem The problem is going to be that people are going to start talking about that's it. That's yeah, the that, problem. There are, people, there are going to be people who do pay for the thing to, to get it all immediately and then they're going to be all over Twitter. Yeah, it's just going to be, oh, spoilers. I can't believe he was killed by a koala at the end of the season. <laughs> oh man, I'm not done <laughs> with Taskmaster James. <laughs> no, that's foundation. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, but um, I don't want to pay for it, and I like the weekly drop. I think that the problem, but, like, I agree with you with the second one. Like, if the show drops all at once but offers a setting that limits you to an episode a week, I already do that. <laughs> yeah, like, it's I called, it's called self-control. Yeah, you don't need, yeah, right, you don't exactly. need that. Right? Yeah, I don't need that. And and I think, I, I appreciate the one a week, especially at the moment because there's so many shows. I don't need, like, 20 hours of TV dropped just I like wish that. I just wish they'd drop on different days. It seems like everything drops on Friday for the most yeah. part. Yeah. I appreciate that Disney Plus moved to Wednesday. Yes. Yeah. And there was a thing where like the Foundation and Ted Lasso episodes were, were available early last week on Thursday yep. night. And I kind of yep. wonder if Apple might consider changing their drop to like a Thursday night drop. Because yeah, I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. if 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 Netflix is going to drop everything on Friday and Disney Plus is going to drop everything on Wednesday, like everybody just stake out your own day and just get yeah, it done. I mean, we've got we've got seven days. We can have a maximum of seven streaming services. There you go. That's it's it. Fine. We've solved this problem. Finally, from Yitz, we get what was your favorite Saturday Sunday morning cartoon when you were growing up? Oh, oh I think one. for me, it's probably Battle of the Planets. Hmm. Oh, which wow. was a thing that I, I I didn't realize was sort of repurposed Japanese uh, anime yeah. stuff, yeah. but uh, I love I loved that. Um, basically, anything with a, a giant robot or sure. thing that turned into a robot or yeah. whatever. I had a few. Um, I'm trying to remember. Like it depended on the age. Like you know, I think Transformers was really big. Mine was mine was a traveling puppet show performed by a minstrel who went from town to. <laughs> town to town (laughs) they say he's the guy who brought the plague to our village but nobody really proved that (laughs) and he piped away all the rats which was nice (laughs) now i don't like uh oh saturday morning i mean you know bugs bunny was probably the big thing because i would watch bugs bunny i mean still watch bugs bunny I thought you were going to say I'd watch Bugs Bunny read the phone book, and that seemed weird. I would watch Bugs Bunny read the phone book. I don't know. I think that might be a little boring. Was Bugs um, Bunny in color back then? (laughs) Yes, he was. was. (laughs) Although although we didn't necessarily have a color TV. Uh, When I I was growing up, we had... I guess we we originally just had a black and white TV, but... um, we did. We got a color TV fairly early on when I, you know, when I was a kid. But uh, it was downstairs and up in the, you know, the playroom was the black and white TV. So I, you know, while most of those things were in color, I didn't necessarily watch them in color for a while. They were in color in your mind. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, there's lots of like, I mean, there were all kinds of you know, Land of the Lost. There were all kinds of dumb shows that were on <laughs> Saturday morning that I loved to pieces. I like the. I like this. The stupid Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. Oh, I definitely. Well. I have that. Uh, I have a box set of that that a friend gave me years ago. It's very bad. 
Yeah, that's the thing. I went back so and I watched. Thunder of the Barbarian, yeah. Uh, Ulysses 31. You remember that? Nope. Never even heard nope. of that. Oh, nope. come on. That must, must have been Scottish. <laughs> it was not Scottish. It was very definitely Japanese. It was kind of like Greek myth, uh, far future robots uh, thing. Um, <laughs> but I rewatched the, the first episode of that sometime recently and I was like, this is terrible. Sorry to all the Ulysses 31 <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, people don't who are writing your, in. It's your favorite children's shows, unless they're Bugs Bunny. I, 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 uh, there was a show I watched, I'm looking up to see when it aired in the U.S., called Technoman, that was also an, a, a dubbed anime, basically. And I definitely remember finding that on, like, Sunday morning cartoons and, like, one of the syndicated channels. And I was like, what is this? And it was, like, you know, it was, like, dark and it had, like robots and uh all sorts of like space stuff going on and i thought it was pretty cool uh it is apparently a anime series named tekaman blade uh and yeah i'm like like james there were some really good uh repurposed anime stuff that that i found by chance sometimes more than anything it was hard to find when stuff was on right like that was the worst part was like i would remember waiting to try and figure out like when is this show on and you had like we had like a weekly insert in our in our newspaper that had the tv schedules and sometimes they would be wrong uh i guess because people at the stations would just be like no i don't want to show that i'm gonna show this and then you'd travel like you know you go someplace oh yeah vacation or something like that and in in, totally different be doing something so you couldn't watch an episode of the show and you would not you would just never see it or yes (laughs) like you might catch it in the summer like you might catch it months later it was uh i mean we had the whole saturday morning cartoons thing as well and in scotland there was a particular show that was hosted by an old man who had a talking paraffin lamp and I, this is true and but it it was like a random mishmash of cartoons from all over the world and we had sort of eastern european things that probably nobody else ever got and yeah so i mean but we saw quite a, a wide range of stuff a lot of like weirdly sexy animals um <laughs> scotland's weird man i've said too much <laughs> I think I've told this story before, but uh, I, I remember what John was saying about trying to catch an episode. Like they were syndicated Next Generation on our one of our local channels, and I remember uh, I was trying to catch. I must have had like a like literally a hard copy like Star a Star Trek TNG episode guide because I was like, how mm. else would I know what the episodes were? Uh, and I knew that there was the episode where Scotty comes back, and I was like. I was like, remember following along, like as the like episodes were coming out. And I was like, all right, it's going to be on this day, and I like had to go somewhere with my dad, like who was running an errand or something. And I set my v- like the the video, the VHS to recorder to record it, and oh, of course, yeah. it was not the right episode or something. And I was very upset because I'm like, yeah. now I have to wait. Like or another- a baseball game, a baseball game yeah, pushes it, back. it or something, and yeah. like you have to wait like another. Well, where am I going to see this? Uh, I don't yeah. know, a year or two from now, maybe. <laughs> James has just texted us a weirdly sexy animal. I don't need that. <laughs> it was. Did Please you, do not put that in the show notes. Did you not watch? I don't think uh, I could. Dog Tanyan and the Three Muscahounds. No, I did watch Samurai Pizza Cats though. I think we're in different generations. Samurai all of us. I think the three of us just have no nothing in common. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't think we have a. Yeah, we don't have a common. Ground, we don't have a common touchstone. No. Is that what yeah. we're saying? Yeah. There's no weirdly sexy animal that we all could respect. <laughs> well, you know, Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny dressed 
dressed up as a woman. Like, I mean, okay, okay, that's a given. Fair enough, that's a given. <laughs> uh, frankly, the best part of that is that we're sending this to the chat that includes Lex and Guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they're going to be very puzzled. <laughs> yeah. What the hell is going on? Uh, this is like when we talked about wizards last week, John. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe we should we should switch gears. We should maybe we should talk about uh, the the security researcher thing, guy who revealed that he had sent oh, Apple yeah. three zero day bugs and they fixed one and kind of did nothing on the other two and they didn't even credit it. They kept saying they were going to credit him on the first one and then he never did. I mean, I and then they didn't pay him or something. Like I, I, I can't honestly. The whole situation was just not great. I, I don't think it's great, but I, I find it hard to believe that they're sort of maliciously ignoring zero day bugs and not oh, fixing. I don't them. think. Yeah. Well, I think in the the idea was that you would have to. What was he? I think that they felt protected, slightly protected, because an app would have to get through the app store in order to exploit these particular bugs. Right. And they they felt that like, oh well, we don't need to worry about that because we just won't let any apps do that into the app store there is a, there is an endemic problem in their in their security relationships um yes and i i very and we talked about this before yeah i slightly know the head of security at apple uh head of platform ivan uh who's been quoted in a bunch of these stories about this and he's a super smart guy i will say like he he knows his shit so yeah. uh, I, I find it hard to believe that they're not taking it seriously. Well, I think they, there's probably an administrative. They've hired a lot of smart people. I mean, you keep seeing like they hire this five level security, and sure, they right. don't necessarily stay all that long. Um, but but it's not necessarily. I, I, the, I think that I don't think the problem is in that department. It's not the technology. The it's, the, it's the relationship. The problem is that the people in the upper management just don't prioritize it very right. well. It, clearly, security and technology, I think, is pretty good, or at least they're they're aware of like the issues. But the people. It feels like the people running like the bug programs and the people talking to security researchers are more like, you know, people have said like it's more like developer relations. And it seems like that's the place that they need to beef up a bit. I mean, that's the thing. It's like if I log some bug, like I find some crashing bug in an API, there's no guarantee that it's going to get fixed or that it's got to the right person or anything like that. And there's, there's multiple layers of administration between you submitting the thing and it actually getting to the engineers because there's like millions of things coming in and i imagine like to a certain extent it's you know staffing and investment and and things like that uh i mean i did see the the complaints that you know apple gave out like half what some other people have been giving out in terms of their uh total bug bounties but yeah i I don't think that this is somebody saying uh, well, I think we'll just ignore that zero day and uh, it'll be fine because they are doing it quite a bit. And I think also because I think Apple is a massively high profile target because, you know, when you see when you see the stuff like the, the Pegasus spyware and all that kind of thing, it's just I think it's a very large and difficult problem. Sure. But it it, it seems like something they should take seriously and it's it's bad it's bad for them all around right not just because these bugs exist but then they get the pr and it's like you could have paid this guy yeah. and fix this shit and it would have right. got it never would have happened right like right. this it is, creates a lot of bad will with the people it's an unforced error yeah yeah right. i just think it just didn't get to the right desk 
Yeah, but it, there's a question always of like, is there an issue where Apple becomes so big that it just can't because it's dealing with scale of like millions of phones and billions of you know code lines of code, etc. All this junk is it just unmanageable or unwieldy, right? Because everything's so large and the the bureaucracy that's sprung up to handle it is just not capable of scaling as fast I mean, as I the think, products. I think yeah. the answer to that is yes, um, because. You know, Apple has scaled up such to such a large size from what it was, you know, 25 years ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think it's hard to get all that stuff in place. But sometimes, you know, I, I read these stories and I think, you know, how did it actually go down? Because you never really hear Apple's, and not that I'm trying to say Apple is this perfect organization, because if you've read my Twitter, you'll know that I don't think that. Um, but, <laughs> what? but But I think... You know, you don't you don't ever hear Apple side. You know, there's somebody who's reading all these stories and grinding their teeth because they they say, you know, they're shouting, "Look, I told you, Bob. I told you that was serious," and it just yeah. So you're blaming Bob. I'm blaming Bob. Mansfield. Is he still there? <laughs> I don't know if he is. I wasn't blaming Bob. No, I don't think so. Bob. I don't think so. Is he? Don't don't blame Bob Mansfield. He'll come for you. I know. I would like to see them throw some weirdly sexy animals at this problem. <laughs> physically or <laughs> however yeah, sure well i mean you've got the the whatever memoji uh, animated head stuff where you can be a talking unicorn or whatever not not on my phone it's broken yeah i know like i <laughs> i don't turn that on it's <laughs> no i just try it was interesting i was going to try to when we had a we had a group chat going earlier and i uh was going to send like a like a wacky memoji face and it just doesn't work on my phone it tells you like tap to resume like it freezes and you tap tap to resume and then it might like it's almost like it takes a picture of your current expression rather than actually following your expression no idea it's it's broken so many bugs hey that's where we came in 